0: Hello, Brandon. Welcome
1: back, everybody. We are back. It is episode 35 or 36, I believe, of podcast. Sorry, it's been uh, a little while since we've done one of these. So I yeah. don't remember what episode we are on exactly. Um, but we're back. Uh, sorry, you just needed a, both of us just needed a little break and took a mutual agreement on yeah. the break from the podcast. Uh, but we're back. Um, it's me, Big B, and here's my, uh, co-host, well, now co-host, because I practically have him on every episode, so, might as well make him a co-host now, uh, Nick Clancy, everybody.
0: Thank you for having me, what's up, everyone?
1: No problem, no problem, and, uh, I wanted to start off with, uh, before we get to the wrestling stuff, I wanted to start off with, in your opinion, who do you think, or, Sorry, now, who do you think? But What do you think is the best wrestling company out there?
0: For me, I'm going to go with, right now, it's still WWE. It's been around forever, you know, since the 1960s, I believe. I think it was 1960s then, when it first came out, right? Yeah, I think it was either the 50s or
1: 60s when... Uh, it's been around forever. I can't company. see
0: it being the... Second best company in the world, you know, WWE is the best company wrestling company in the world, you know, they's got, they got a lot of good stars, they got a lot of great wrestlers, you know, they had a lot of good re- legends on the, uh in the business, and yeah, I feel like it's like the best company. I know AW is taking over the ratings yeah. right now because they got a lot of younger stars, a lot of stars from WWE that are coming over because of the bigger pay. But yeah, I'm yeah. going to still go with WWE because it's the bigger company, and I think it's been around longer than AEW. And, and listen, TNA, I don't know about TNA and Japan, they're okay, you know, but WWE is like the main wrestling company to go to.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to actually have to disagree with you on that. Uh, I used to think WWE, I still love WWE, obviously. It, was, uh, it's still- it has
0: like, it has big, I'm going to say something, it has bigger pay per view events. I believe so. Oh yeah, for WrestleMania sure. WrestleMania is the bigger event than whatever AW has to offer.
1: It's still the biggest wrestling company out there. I don't. I think that's undisputed. I think that's uh, can't be taken away from WWE and Vince McMahon as the McMahon family has built such an empire around the wrestling industry. Um, I think their more of their issues is coming along with, they have a lot of these guys that they bring in are very well established already on yeah. the end of their career. You know, like what do I mean by that? Uh, I mean like they brought they bring guys in that are like 45th year old veterans that have done this business for 20, 30 plus years and just need... About another year or two years, WWE signs them to a, to a two-year deal. Uh, and then it's uh, like Rey Mysterio, uh, Randy Orton, AJ Styles on the last legs of his career. Uh, Randy, I think, is going to retire soon. He's up there in age. Rey Mysterio is up there in age. He's going to retire soon, in my opinion. Uh, who else? I mean, a lot of these guys, granted did have, make a name for themselves, but AEW, you have guys that made a name for themselves outside of the promotion, but in AEW, the difference is there's not too many of them. Like, they bring in new people, they bring in new talent that, you know, are either, like, ex-military, ex-cop, former, like, independent wrestling star, blah, 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 but they couldn't, make a name for themselves in the independent wrestling scene. Uh, so then they met Tony Khan and Tony Khan kinda gave them a platform to show their skills in the ring. And that's kind of the same thing with um, WWE. But the difference is is Vince brings in older guys, which I mean, is good and it's bad. It's good because at least you have you, you at least you have guys that Know what they're doing in the ring, and I've had thousands of matches, and you know that, you know They're gonna do some some work, and as well as keep your opponent safe. But again, both rosters, I mean, have a plethora. The younger guys have a plethora of people in AEW to look up to. You know, Chris Jericho, Matt Hardy, Billy Gunn. You know, guys that have made it to the top and on the last legs of their wrestling careers, but now kind of helping out the younger stars that are 20, 30 years old make a name for themselves, you know? Because that's how uh, that's how you get ahead in the wrestling business, is taking advice from your mentors, taking advice from uh, older guys in the business that have done the business, been to the top of the mountain, have won championships, at the top of the mountain have been the mainstay of a company or been the main event or been the guy or the girl of that promotion. Uh, which brings me to my next point. Uh, we're going to get into some wrestling news now. I wanted to transition to, uh, first off, we have Charlotte Flair apparently got fined $100,000 by WWE out of her own pocket. I uh, was suspended indefinitely. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and for Nick who probably didn't watch, I'm just going to fill you in real quick. Uh, apparently, Charlotte Flair returned a couple of weeks ago on Raw. And now Charlotte attacked Rhea and Asuka. Trying to insert, they're trying to insert Charlotte Flair back into the Raw Women's Championship picture. Uh, and... Charlotte had a match with Asuka. Asuka beat her. I don't, didn't watch the match. I kind of watch clips of the match. Asuka defeated Charlotte. And then Charlotte proceeded to attack an official. Uh, a WWE official. After the matchup. And apparently Adam Pearce decided. And announced on Raw Talk after the show. That Charlotte Flair has been fined $100,000. And has also been suspended indefinitely. Um, which Nick, I want to get your take on this, but for me, it, my opinion on it, it's good and bad. Um, you know, good because I mean, Charlotte Flair, I don't want to say she's bad, she's not bad. It's just I think people hate her so much because of her name, and I think she. Vince gives her a lot of the opportunities, you know, because of her father, the nature boy, the legend, former 16-time world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair. Uh, but the difference is with Ric Flair and Charlotte was Rick actually had to climb his way to the top. You know, he didn't have a, a mother or a father that was in the wrestling industry. You know, he kind of had to work his way to being becoming one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. For Charlotte, not so much. She kind of you know, got championship opportunities and got title shots and got number one contenderships. Money in the Banks, Royal Rumbles, got all these big opportunities just because she was Ric Flair's daughter. Uh, I think it's bad as well because, I mean... The Raw Women's Division, the amount of people that they released, uh, recently released, which some of them I'm very sad to see them go. Uh, but we'll get in that, into that uh, into the releases of the wrestlers in a minute. Uh, but it's bad because they don't have really anybody right now on the Raw Women's Division that can really show Rhea Ripley... Um, show Rhea Ripley a great match, you know. Show Rhea, meaning show Rhea Ripley kind of a contender because they don't really have a lot of contenders on Monday Night Raw right now, as far as the females go. Uh, I mean, that's the reason they kept Asuka off television for months and months and months because they didn't have an opponent for her to face. Uh, I mean, it's kind of happening with Rhea right now. Although, I'd like to see Rhea become a fighting champion. Unfortunately, Rhea Ripley's not going to have that opportunity. Uh, And I would love to see another match, a rematch of WrestleMania 35 between... You know, WrestleMania 36. uh, A rematch between, you know, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. I'd love to see that match. I don't want Asuka anywhere near that match because I feel like the route that they were going, it was going to be a triple threat. But I really don't want Asuka getting another shot because I kind of feel Asuka was kind of a bland wrestler Mm -hmm. with no charisma, no promo skills on the mic and no personality. All right, Nick, take it away. Uh, About what? The uh,
0: Charlotte Flair suspension. Well, I don't know. Like you know, some people get suspended. They they go out. They get go off script. They just start attacking people, and just it makes Vince McMahon mad. And that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna get suspended. You're gonna get fined. You're gonna get this and this and this. So you don't want to like take it too far if you want to stay on television. But for Charlotte Flair, I feel like. WWE needs to, like I wanna see time off. She needs a time off from WWE. I'm not saying she WWE, but
1: I'm saying yeah.
0: she needs to take a break. I mean because... I
1: think it was scripted, but you know, I mean this was Charlotte's first big match in a long, long time. And for Charlotte Flair, you know, things kinda haven't really gone her way as of late.
0: Yeah. She yeah. So
1: I mean, she was supposed to have a, this big main event. Universal Champion, uh, excuse me, not Universal Championship, Raw Women's Title feud coming up. Uh, She was supposed to face Lacey Evans at WrestleMania, you know, and Lacey got, uh, Lacey Evans at WrestleMania, and Lacey got pregnant, so that kind of slowed down the momentum of their storyline, which kind of took, Lacey took some time off, because she was pregnant, you know, Uh, Charlotte kind of then her momentum really slowed down because she got injured, uh, and the whole storyline kind of just never materialized. And obviously, well, I don't think that's what Charlotte really wanted. Uh, then Charlotte was left off the WrestleMania card, you know. Then after that, uh, Charlotte was left over off of TV night after night after night. Uh, so I think it was a little bit of anger of how she lost the match because, you know, things haven't been going her way as of late, and I think something finally, like, snapped in Charlotte. Yeah. Because, and again, it sucks, because the past three, four, five months she's been in WWE on Raw, again, things haven't been going her way. She's lost big matches, hasn't gotten any opportunities. Her fiancé, or her husband, not her husband, Her fiancé, Andrade, just got released by WWE a few months back. So he's out now. But, I mean, hey, I mean, she doesn't seem... She seemed too mad about it on Twitter. But, I mean, again, that could be just to sell it. Or that could be real life. You know? Uh, I'm curious to see what Rhea does next with the championship. I'm curious uh, to see what route they go with it. Because I think her and Asuka had a great match. Uh, but I said the whole match, you know, I don't want Oscar retaining. I think Oscar needs to step down. It's her time to give up the championship. Cause you know, I mean, she didn't even really win the title. She kind of just got handed the championship. Cause then Becky Lynch got pregnant. So I don't know why all these, of re- these rat women wrestlers now are all getting pregnant. You know? Yeah. Ronda Rousey's now pregnant with a, with a kid. Congratulations. Ronda's having her first child. Uh, With her husband, Travis Brown, who's got I think like two other kids. Uh, But yeah, and uh, then Lacey got pregnant. Uh, Then Becky got pregnant before both of them did. So yeah, I don't know if we're going to ever see Ronda back. Um, So the rumors are now, so apparently there's this big match coming up on SmackDown with Daniel Bryan with DB. Now, Daniel Bryan is supposed to have a Universal Championship match on SmackDown last week. Roman, La- Roman Lanes. Lane, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns laid down the challenge to one Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns said, "Daniel, if you," it was uh, the scene at the end of SmackDown. Uh, I think the main event last week was Daniel Bryan and Cesaro versus Rollins and Jay Uso. Don't quote me on that, uh, but the end, the ending uh, scene or ending match, you know, ended. I think it was before the match. It, we had, we had saw Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns in the ring, and it was originally Cesaro challenging. I think it was Roman Reigns for universal championship opportunity and daniel comes in roman goes you know what daniel i want to offer you one more chance one more chance to compete for the universal championship this opportunity that i'm going to give you right now is going to be this me versus you one on one and I'll put my title on the line. If I beat you, I never want to see your face on SmackDown again. I don't ever want to see you running around here on SmackDown again. Chanting, yes, yes, yes. I don't ever, ever, ever want to see your face on SmackDown again. And Daniel goes, I accept. So, the rumors now, which we can get to predictions for that match in a minute, but the rumors now is that Roman's going to beat Brian. Brian's not going to be on SmackDown anymore. Then Cesaro is going to step up and challenge Roman Reigns. And then Cesaro uh, will be Roman Reigns' next opponent. For the Universal Championship, and I saw this post on Reddit, a I'm part of the wrestling community on Reddit, uh, and everybody says that, you know, Cesaro is going to be the most hated person after he wins the championship. Cesaro's probably going to beat Roman and then help be the most hated wrestler, which I said, you know what? I disagree. I think Cesaro, yes, could be the one to beat Roman. Because I think what Roman has been missing is somebody to match him pound for pound. I mean, again, Roman's strength, his size, his power, is unlike anything I've ever seen in the wrestling industry. You know? I think Roman's like 6 six foot 230 pounds,
0: 240 pounds. Yeah, something like that.
1: Uh, and he's got muscle. I mean... Granted, people were like, well, Jay Uso's involved the most of it. Jay comes in at the end. Uh, and again, look at the I think I think uh, I like Roman as the universal champion, you know. I think Daniel Bryan in a universal championship run would kind of be boring in a way. Not saying that Daniel's not a talented wrestler. I'm just saying that it might get boring after a while, or Daniel's gonna lose steam with the title. Is kind of what I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, I think Cesaro is gonna be Roman's next opponent. I think I I have Roman winning this match, uh, and then I have Cesaro facing him again. And I said, with as far the Universal Championship shot goes. I said, you know what? I mean, you want to count my man Cesaro out. I completely disagree. You know, I don't think the fans are going to hate him after he gets the belt. I think it's going to be the complete opposite. You no, know? I think the fans are going to love him getting that universal championship. I think the fans are going to enjoy it. And I think if Cesaro, if they decided to go with Cesaro for the championship, you know, Cesaro is going to tear the house down. And I I firmly am behind Cesaro winning a world title. I've said it for the past two years. Cesaro is a consistent worker. Cesaro has shown up time and time and time again and put in the work. Put on great match after great match. You know, main event worthy match after main event worthy match. I mean, again, Cesaro... Had a huge moment at Wrestlemania. Had his first. Singles match on a Wrestlemania stage. That's huge. Because Cesaro has never had an opportunity. To fight. And further his singles career. On a Wrestlemania card. And I said. To Nick. If. Cesaro loses to Rollins. Cesaro basically loses all steam heading into the world title picture. All steam is lost with Cesaro. So Cesaro needed to beat Rollins. Rollins really didn't need the win because he didn't really, again, gain anything from losing. I mean, he didn't lose really anything. Cesaro had to risk it all. Cesaro pulled the rabbit out of the hat, so to speak. Um, but my if I was booking this, you know, I like the Roman versus Daniel idea. I really do with the SmackDown. You know, if Roman wins, Daniel's off SmackDown. Blah blah blah. I love that idea.
0: What? Yeah.
1: Who else is involved? Sort of right now in this storyline, Rollins and Cesaro, and it's kind of two storylines put together into one which I find so interesting Um, I would have made it a Wrestlemania backlash a fatal four way elimination match and I would have had Roman Reigns put the Universal Championship on the line against Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins or Cesaro or if you wanted a one on one match with Roman Reigns you could have had Seth Rollins Cesaro and Daniel Bryan in a triple threat match and the winner goes on to face Roman Reigns or maybe, And maybe put main event Jey Uso in there, you know, just for entertainment purposes. But, uh, yeah, I have Roman winning this match. I'm sorry, Daniel, but I think you're going to get kicked off SmackDown. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I know creative is torn right now with who they want to win. Even the writers are torn, I heard, with who they want to win between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Because obviously Fox is not going to want Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. But at the same time, it's like you're losing a credible champion. And I've said it before, Roman Reigns has made the title relevant again. 100%. Yeah. Roman Reigns has made the championship relevant. I mean, the Braun Strowman Reign was laughable. I mean, it was all, all awful. Like, the dude barely defended i think he had two title defenses all year you know roman's been defending every pay-per-view every live event house show you know i know we haven't been having house shows due to covid but pay-per-views roman's been there roman's been defending his championship beating everybody which i really commend uh but nick yeah who do you think is going to win this match and why
0: uh, I think Roman Reigns. Why? Because I I agree with what you say. They don't want Daniel Bryan and SmackDown no more. That's what that's what I have to all. That's what I have to say.
1: Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Here's I think.
0: Here's sorry, sorry. Here's yeah. the thing. I don't I haven't watched wrestling in forever, so I'm not gonna like know like any any everything, because I haven't been focusing on wrestling that much. So yeah. That's fair, but so, uh, yeah, I I could give you like who's gonna win each match. Yeah, or I'll I'll say oh it's cool, All right? Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I mean I think that that's just gonna happen. Uh, I don't really, you know, see Roman winning or coming out on top. Uh, next, I want to get into. You know, we got a lot of released wrestlers. You know, past week. And a lot of them are upsetting. We also have the return of a lot of superstars. So we had Obviously, with Charlotte Flair returning, we also had Aleister Black uh, coming back on SmackDown. You know, I've missed, like, I've really missed uh, Aleister Black. I always thought Aleister was amazing. I've really, yeah. really missed him, and I've wanted him back for a long time. But he was like, I heard he was, uh, you know, making, you know, Making some tough decisions, like should I leave WWE? Should I stay? You know what? What? What is my life-altering decision? You know, because he did question, like a lot of other superstars have this year, Over the past two years. Should I leave? Should I stay? I mean, I'm getting big, big money, being paid big money for matches, but I'm not happy. So like at the same time. Do I stay and make money or do I leave and do I stay money and not be happy? Or do I leave, take all the money and go, you know, do some stuff? Which I'm glad that Alistair came back. And another thing that I wanted to uh, go into again, the amount of released superstars that we have now. I mean, how many superstars do we have released? With the release of, we got Samoa Joe, uh, you know, some big. So, as of last week, there's a lot of superstars here that were released on, I think it was April 15th. Yeah, April 15th. Uh, WWE made the following statement that Samoa Joe was going to be released. Mojo Rawley is released. Peyton Royce, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, Kalisto, Tucker, Chelsea Green, Mickey James, and Billy Kay are all released from their contracts. Now, I don't know whether this is a 30-day release clause or whether this is a, you know, like, you're fired type of thing, but I don't care where you work. Or if this is a 30-day, like, you're, you're fired from WWE, but I don't care where else you work sort of thing. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Joe was gone, which I think Joe was one of the best on commentary. Uh, also, arguably one of the best professional wrestlers in the ring. Uh, you know, Joe could work in the ring, and it sucks that he's gone. Wesley Blake. I mean, I don't know whatever happened to him. I don't. I barely even know who he is. Uh, Kalisto Kalisto. I mean, he was doing a couple of vignettes. Came to WrestleMania, did like one promo, I think, and that was it. Uh, but he also competed in the under the giant memorial battle royal. And he kinda of just hung out backstage and nobody heard from him. Uh Tucker, uh nobody's really heard from him since they have the machinery breakup. But everybody knew that Otis was kind of the star of the two and Tucker was just kinda of gonna be nothing more than a sidekick in a in a sense. Uh, Mickey James, former women's champion, released. And Chelsea Green, who's married to Matt Cardona from Impact, or not married, but they're engaged. You know, maybe Matt Cardona, her fiance, can get her an Impact. You don't know. Um, but also, Nick, I don't know if you know this. But we got a big wrestling match coming up. You know, AEW. Oh, by the way, I also wanted to say before we go into AEW and Impact. Pat McAfee now running, co-hosting, not co-hosting, but, you know, co-commentating SmackDown with Michael Cole. Not, not an announcement. It was just made last, me- last week. Last week, you know. I think Corey Graves is going to replace Joe on Raw, I think their plan was. And then Pat McAfee is going to replace Corey on SmackDown. Because Corey was originally on both shows, pulling double duty on both. And Michael Cole used to do the same thing. And I know Michael Cole, since he's been around in the business a long time, he's been with WWE since the early 2000s. And he's been with WWE for over 20, 21 years, I think. Yeah. So he kind of has a hand backstage and he kind of helps running the shows. And he's a a backstage hand. So, uh, yeah. Um, McAfee's now apparently running SmackDown with Cole. But another thing I wanted to transition to was there's a big match that they're teasing coming up Besides the Young Bucks turning on. Oh, wait, this match already happened. So, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Breaking news here. Our main event will have two referees. If you guys saw the Kenny Omega and Rich Swan at Rebellion match, Kenny Omega, the AEW World Champion versus Rich Swan, the impact. Wrestling champion, you know, now Kenny Omega is the Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Which, congratulations to Kenny Omega! Kenny is one of the best workers, best wrestlers that I've ever seen. Uh, he's now got the, I think, uh, Doc Gallows, I think his name is now and machine gun Carl. I think don't quote me on that. Uh, along with the young bucks who are the AEW world tag Team champions. I mean, they're running, the elite is running pro wrestling right now, except for, you know, now you got two psychopaths and my boy, John Moxley and, uh, the nightmare Eddie Kingston going after him, you know? Two hardcore psychopaths. But, you know, they've been around in the business for a long time. And, you know, the elite... The elite hasn't been all the best as of late, you know? I mean, we even got a... What's it called? We even got... um, Now they're facing... I mean, we got Christian Cage, too, trying to... Team Taz, trying to get Christian to join. Sting going AEW, so I don't know. Maybe some of these new stars, AEW will hire some of these new guys. Again, I know people are going to say, well, AEW has become like the WWE... XWWE wwe workplace here. What are you doing? I mean, they haven't. I mean, they've hired... The difference between AEW and WWE is AEW actually has working relationships with other companies. And Tony Khan against Vince McMahon, Tony Khan runs his shows very different than Vince McMahon. What Vince says is, and I think this is why a lot of people love AEW so much. I think I said this on an earlier episode of our podcast. Vince says, no, we're writing out a storyline for you. This is what you're working. This is your match. This is how the finish is going to go. This is your character. This is this. This is blah, blah, blah. You're going. You're doing this. And by the way, when you sign a contract with us, you're not allowed to work for any other company but mine. I own you. This is my company. You're, You're a worker of my company. You're not allowed to work anywhere else. Or like... Per se, you're not allowed to wrestle anywhere else. Except you can go to the other company, to the other brands involved with WWE, but only WWE. Where AEW is like, you know what? You don't have to do that. You know, we don't care if our wrestlers go to Impact or New Japan. And we, we don't care if you work with other wrestlers. You just got to go there and work. With other wrestlers. Which. I mean. Is not all that bad. And honestly. I mean. In a a sense. There's a difference there. Because AEW. I mean. Going to different companies. Gets your name out there. You know. Working with different promoters. Promoters. Gets your name out there. Gets your company name. It's rebranding. You know. It's a company-wide thing, and it makes your company more global, right? Because now, with Kenny Omega, on Impact Rebellion, it gets impact more people because of it. And it gets AEW more exposure at the same time. And AEW gets now more fans and followers and viewers. And now you got more eyes in on AEW. So... It's a smart business decision on both fronts. Uh, I haven't, again, seen the match yet. I'm probably going to watch the match after this uh, podcast episode. But, yeah, I mean, congratulations to Kenny Omega on becoming the Impact World Champion. Um, I mean, I think it's great that Kenny can work in Impact and work in AEW. I think it's awesome. You know, because with Scott Demore, and I'm glad Scott Demore and Tony Khan were able to come to a mutual agreement and agree, you know, that Kenny, Kenny Omega is probably one of the best wrestlers right now. You know, he's got, I think, he's been champ Every company Kenny Omega has been in, Kenny Omega has been a world champion all over the world. Everywhere he's gone, he's been a world champion. Also, Christian Cage. I like Christian Cage a lot. I watched his WWE days. Watched him win the world title. I watched him win the Intercontinental title. I've watched him win tag titles with Edge. Countless tag team titles threaded on Superstar, who again we haven't seen since WrestleMania. But anyway, I guess he's taking some time off because when he after the Royal Rumble he was on TV a lot, um, and he was on like every SmackDown. So yeah. Well, anyways, Nick, what do you think of uh, Kenny Omega becoming the Impact World Champion? Good friend, you know he deserves it. Yeah, I think that, that goes a lot to his uh, to Don, to Mister Don Callis. Uh, I know people don't like Tom, Don Callis because he's a grease ball, but you know I love what Omega, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers have been doing. Uh, I like this heel persona of Kenny Omega a little bit more. It reminds me of a young Ric Flair. You know, when Ric Flair was the world champion, when Ric Flair was styling and profiling, when he just became one of the biggest global stars, I believe it was in WCW. Um, it, It reminds me a lot of heel Ric Flair. Because the thing with Ric Flair was Ric Flair could play babyface, but he played an even better bad guy. He played an even better heel. And that was the thing with Ric Flair. That's the same thing with Kenny Omega. Because some wrestlers can play the good guy, but they can be an even better bad guy. That's Rick. That was Ric Flair. Ric Flair could play a great good guy, but he could do an even better villain, like a heel character. And that's the great thing about some of these wrestlers is sometimes it just takes a character switch, you know, uh, a character switch, a story, a, a new storyline, a new gimmick like that. You could be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. It just takes that one little tweak, one little thing, you know, and it's not like Kenny Omega. does. Kenny Omega's got the personality. He's got the in-ring ability. He's got the charisma. Obviously, he doesn't have great mic skills. I mean, I haven't been impressed with his promos. But, you know, there are a lot of guys that are like that. And a lot of wrestlers are different. There are some. You have some guys that can talk on the mic, but they can't wrestle to save their life. Meanwhile, they want to win a belt. Then you have guys that can win championships, be a great wrestler in the ring, but can't talk on the mic to save their life, or have no personality, or no like inflection in their promos to make people, you know, believe and conviction. And conviction is so important in a wrestling promo because it makes us, the fans, believe every word that you're saying. You know, and it conveys a lot of, of emotion, and it's it's more natural it's more raw you know and that's more like work lewd than to the television screens I think that's what makes a great promo but then there's some guys that in the ring they can do both they can talk in the mic put on a great promo have the personality and the charisma and get the fans behind them but can also put on a great match in the ring and prove their back of their talk so to speak like, if, like the old phrase, uh, put up or shut up, or, um, you know, if you're going to talk smack, you got to back it up, sort of thing. It's, like when you get, it's sort of like when you get into a school fight, you know? You can talk a big game, you can talk blah, 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 but then you have to go into the fight against the bully and prove what you just said. All that smack you just talked. Otherwise, nobody's going to take you seriously. That's sort of the thing. Uh, I don't know Nick, do you want to have a, did you want to hit on any other points? No, I think I'm good. All right uh, I'm just gonna think if I had anything else. I don't really think I have anything else. Yeah, I guess that's I think, it. I think we covered everything. Um, so thank you all for listening to the return of the podcast. Um, I don't know. What do you want to call this? What do you want to title this episode?
0: I don't know. Like wrestling news, wrestling rumors. I don't know.
1: I guess wrestling news. I don't. I don't know what the title is. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh. But anyways, uh, thank you all for watching. Um. Also, did want to just shout out my Twitch really quick. Um. Because I do have a Twitch channel. If you guys ever want to go. You know, see where I am next or watch, you want more of me. Uh, I also do have a Twitch channel um, that I stream games on, and it's a lot of wrestling games. Uh, Sometimes we do a little NBA, sometimes we do some NFL, sometimes we do, you know, different games. Uh, I'm going to try to have some more MLB The Show content on my Twitch coming soon. Uh, we're going to try to get a little MLB action, uh, probably after extreme rules. Uh, so tonight we had night one of extreme rules. Now we're going to have night two. Uh, I had to split it into, the string into two nights of the pay-per-view into two nights and you'll see why on my Twitch. Um, but yeah, later tonight, uh, we actually will be going live on Twitch later tonight at 10 PM Eastern, uh, 10 to 12, 10 PM to 12 AM. Uh, if you want to catch me on there, I am there uh, Monday through Saturday. Uh, Sundays is my only off day uh, from streaming and podcasting, so yeah. You can catch me on there. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the summary. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash GamerGod. Go give it a follow. Turn on post notifications so you know every time I stream. Uh, but if you like any wrestling, sports, uh, sports games, uh, or just video games in general. You know, uh, that's the place for you. Uh, or if you want more of me. And want to support me. Uh, I think I'm at, I am at. Uh, let me see. How many followers am I at now? I mean we're popping off on the Twitch. So if you guys want to come check us out. We are at 248 views and 120 followers. Uh, so if you want to go check out the Twitch. Again it is twitch.tv. I will put a link in the episode. Uh, title, episodes, episode summary. Uh, below on anchor on spotify so again you just click the link to my twitch i'm gonna put the link in you click it should lead you right to my twitch channel hit the follow button uh turn on post notifications uh so you know every time i post a stream or i'm live or something uh and yeah if you want to just come by and support i have you know people that don't follow but they come by and support but again i'm not begging for follows here follows mean a lot to me and it shows me that you really like my content, or if you have game suggestions either, too, uh, games that I should play, sports games, whatever, uh, you can hit up my Twitch channel, let me know, and uh, I will try to play those games. But, yeah, Nick, do you have anything you want to say, Twitch channel, plug any social media? or Well,
0: I had something. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Clancy299, and you can follow me on Snap at NickClancy23, of no capitals and no spaces. And that's pretty much it. Yes, sir. You can find me on uh, Twitch again.
1: Uh, This is the audio version. We don't have a video version of the podcast, unfortunately. Uh, We don't have a YouTube channel. We don't have a... uh, We don't do the podcast on Twitch. We do it on here. And I will, again, post the link to my Twitch in the summary when I edit and upload this episode. So, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're back, baby. Uh, And hopefully we'll be back more often now.